Our scripture reading is from Luke 2, 8 through 21. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on, and, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known that, that the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it, it won and all who heard it, it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he, called, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Our scripture passage is, is all about shepherds. One of the things that we know from history is that shepherds were really at the, the bottom rung of the social ladder in the ancient world. They were regularly scoffed at and viewed as unclean people. They had the jobs that really nobody else wanted, and they were often underappreciated, they were undereducated, and they, in general, probably smelled bad pretty much all of the time. And yet, one evening in the middle of the night, the heavens were opened up and they were visited by a host of angels. Now, when you think about these angels, don't think about Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life. Think about divine warriors in all of their power and their strength and glory. And that is what they saw. And in that moment, those shepherds learned the good news about Jesus Christ. You see, for the shepherds in that moment, in that moment when they were in the fields or on the hills or wherever they were with their sheep, in that moment, their fears were cast out because of a light that had shined in the darkness. And in Jesus, the same can be true for you and for me. You see, their fears were cast out in that moment. If you've been with us during uh, the Advent season, we've been looking at dreams that are all throughout the Scriptures. The Scriptures are full of dreams. And we've seen that some of the dreams were really interesting, but some of them would even qualify that you and I would define them more like nightmares than they were regular old dreams. I read once that, that nightmares can often be considered helpful. A lot of uh, di- doctors are diagnosing nightmares as helpful because they help us to confront our fears or bring to our mind fears that we didn't necessarily think we even have. The reality is we all have fears. 
Some of them are just simple phobias. Maybe you're afraid of heights or afraid of public speaking or something like that. But other fears that we have speak more to our hearts. They speak more to to who we are at our deepest place. We wonder if we will ever, we fear whether we will ever seem to be able to get our lives together. We wonder if we'll ever be able to find that right spouse or have the perfect children. We wonder if our kids will be successful at whatever comes in their life. We fear whether or not we will ever feel worthwhile or accepted or loved. We fear that we may never be able to get beyond the torment that exists in many of our hearts. These are the anxieties that keep us awake at night. You see, a fear for heights doesn't keep us awake at night, but these deeper anxieties, these deeper fears can keep us awake at night and plague our hearts. In Genesis chapter 28, when Jacob woke from his Advent dream, it says that he was afraid. In Daniel 7, when Daniel woke from his Advent dream, it says that his thoughts greatly alarmed him and his color had changed. In Luke 1, when Mary was confronted by Gabriel, it says that she was greatly troubled, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid. In Matthew 2, in Joseph's Advent dream, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, son of David, Do not fear. The shepherds in our story, they were filled with fear, but the angel said to them, fear not. And in John's Advent dream in Revelation 1, when he saw God in all of his glory, it says he fell at his feet as though dead, but God said to him, fear not. See, the Christmas story tells us that Jesus Christ, who was God in the flesh, came to cast out all fears. Maybe sitting here wondering, well, how does all that happen? How does all that work? How is it possible to be freed from all of the greatest fears that are in my heart? Well, it happens because this baby came to be a light shining in the darkness. This past summer, we took uh, our kids to uh, the Indian Echo Caverns outside of Hershey, Pennsylvania. And this is one of those caverns where you descend down a staircase. You're 50 or 60 feet uh, down in the ground in one of these caves. And and they take you on a tour in the cave. And we did this this summer. And at one point in the tour, they say to you, we're going to shut the lights off. So you can see how dark it is in this cave. And you can experience what utter, complete darkness is all about. And when they said that, I immediately began to worry about my kids. Are they going to be scared, my little kids? Are they going to be scared about about the darkness in this? And then they shut the lights out. And at that point, I didn't care so much about my kids anymore because I was frightened because of how dark it was. Think back for a moment to when you were a kid and maybe you were afraid of the dark. And remember how light, even just a little bit of light, became a great source of comfort for you because it cast out all your fears. You see, the shepherds were in the dead of night when the light of heaven pierced through the skies. 
This wasn't just a little four-watt nightlight that we have in our rooms. This was God in all of his glory shining all around them. Years later, when Jesus, that baby, had grown up, he said in John chapter 8, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You see, when Jesus was talking about darkness in this passage, he wasn't talking about a physical darkness. He was talking about a spiritual one. Because the gospel tells us that because of our sin, our world and our souls have been cast into darkness. Sin has, has made our hearts dark. It has condemned us before a holy God awaiting our just punishment that we deserve. And the scriptures are clear that we are helpless in that darkness. We're unable to find our way out of it. In fact, much of our lives is spent groping in the darkness, hoping for just one small light to show up and to cast all of our fears away. And then the glory of God shines in our hearts and we are saved. Finally, we can grasp the acceptance and the love and the belonging that our hearts most hunger for. There's a little detail in the Gospels that's easy to miss whenever you read them. And it's by no accident that when the gospel writers mention the end of Jesus' life here on earth, they mention one very small detail. And that detail is that when Christ was being crucified, when he was hung on that cross between two common themes, thieves, the gospel tells us that all of a sudden, the area all around was shrouded in darkness. Reminds us that Jesus walked through the darkness of pain and wrath so that you and I can experience light. You see, after the shepherds saw this light, they were elated. They were, uh, they were beyond themselves. They couldn't capture all the feelings they were feeling in that moment. And they did what they only knew they could do. They ran to find Jesus. Friends, the Christmas story tells us to run and find Jesus. So one person wrote, grace flows for those who run to him. Friends, run to Jesus. He is the light of the world and his perfect love casts out all fear. Isaiah chapter 9 says this, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. Let's pray.